Do not leave this podcast without going to the link in the show notes or description and clicking on the link to learn our centralization process. This is a special addition to our program, to our audience, where we will show you, video guided myself, exactly how we go through this centralization process to teach you what you're missing in your sadica recovery. And in this link, there will be a very important opportunity at the end for you to learn exactly what this plan could look like for you. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott, and today's topic is why your sciatica isn't going away. As you heard in that introduction, there will be a link that you can use to figure it out yourself and to have the opportunity to talk with us just by following that link to learn exactly how to resolve your sciatica or lower back issues. And also, if you have not joined our private Facebook group yet, Rehab Fix Low Back Program, we have free sciatica guides on there. The video I'm referencing that you will achieve access to through the link in the description will give you even more info than these guides on our Facebook page. But if you're not on our Facebook group, Rehab Fix Low Back Program, you need to go join. There are incredible amounts of information that are highly valuable and you should prove to yourself that you're serious about your lower back issues and join a community of people who are on a mission to do so. Now, today's topic is why your sciatica is probably not going away. The point of this podcast is to discuss all the things that most people are doing wrong in their sciatica journey. So first things first, and some of this is obvious, and I've made tons of posts about some of this stuff. So those of you who have sciatica who are listening, you might say, oh, heard that, heard this, heard that. But there might be a few points that provide a lot of insight today. So knowing what to do is just as important as knowing what not to do. Today, we're going to focus on what not to do for sciatica and then also what to do for sciatica. Okay, so first off, what not to do. All right, don't rest for sciatica. Don't stretch your sciatica. Now, of course, for any situation, there will be some unique circumstances that are able to fly under the radar. But for the vast majority of individuals with flexion intolerant disc issues or sciatica, stretching that leg or that glute that feels more sensitive or has the burning in it will make it worse 99% of the time. We hear this all the time. Oh, I feel like my hamstring's so tight. I feel like my glute's so tight. So I stretch it. I stretch it. I stretch it. Might feel good in the moment but then it flares up later that day or that night or the next day. This happens all the time. It's because the reason that you're getting sciatica is because your nerve is being pinched. Your nerve is being pinched or your nerve has inflammation around the nerve root and this does not want to stretch because it's irritated. It's almost like if if you were to imagine uh, you have like a rubber band, okay? And let's just say you lay the rubber band on the floor, you step on one side of the rubber band and then you pull the other side. It's going to stretch, 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 right? Your foot standing on that rubber band is kind of like pressure from the disc or from surrounding tissue holding that back. So as you're pulling it, it's like, ah, man, like we can't really go. We're kind of being held back here and that's going to increase your nerve symptoms. It's going to increase your nerve tension and it's probably going to increase your nerve pain. Sensitive nerves do not want to be stretched. Okay. They want to be resolved. They want the root of the issue resolved, which we're going to talk a little bit about, but they do not want to be stretched. So if you have been stretching your hamstring or your glute or your calf, trying to stretch your sciatica out, and you notice that this has been going on for like weeks, months, or even years, stop stretching it. Stop right now. 
and I bet you'll notice you feel better. I'm not saying to stop moving. I'm not saying to stop stretching as a whole. I'm not saying to stop doing exercises or, or whatever, okay? I'm not saying to stop moving because no, your sadica will get worse if you stop moving. Rest, not good for sadica or any low back issues, but I would not try to stretch the sadica out. That will never be a solution. We have never had a single client who we helped get back to 100% by just telling them, oh, just stretch your sadica out. Simple as that. No, <laughs> that will never be a solution. Number two, the types of exercises that you're doing. A lot of individuals look up different core exercises for sadica or sadic stretches. As I just told you, we don't want to stretch that out. But different core exercises, most sadica issues are derived from, once again, flexion and tolerant lower back issues or flexion and tolerant discs. What this means is your body does not tolerate flexion. Increasing disc pressure will, most of the time, make these sadica symptoms worse. Well, what increases disc pressure? Flexion of the spine. This does not apply to healthy individuals. I'm not here using scare tactics saying we're not supposed to bend our spines. We absolutely are. Flexion of the spine is 100% normal and we should be totally able to flex our spine. But usually individuals with sadica with lower back issues don't feel like they can do so. All right, so this is for those individuals. It is proven that uh, sitting increases disc pressure. Sitting and bending forward increases disc pressure. Bending forward increases disc pressure. Anything that involves flexion, whether it's sustained or um, being you know, repetitive with whatever activity you're doing, like a core exercise, right? If you're doing a whole bunch of crunches, that's increasing disc pressure. You're probably gonna notice more sadic after that. If you're doing a lot of aggressive leg raises, that's a lot of flexion. On the lower back, you might notice increased static after that. Bicycles, um, GHD sit-ups can be quite sensitive for some people. Um, maybe rope crunches, maybe not as much because gravity is kind of helping you on that one. But you get the idea. A lot of aggressive flexion-based movements can increase disc pressure and might increase your statica. So you're picking the scab. We don't want to pick the scab. All right? And then lastly... When you start to find an exercise that is helping your sadica, okay? In our free sadica guide on our Facebook group, it talks you through exactly how to identify the starting exercises for your sadica, okay? So you need to go to that guide if you haven't read it already. Once you identify the starting movement that you're seeing is providing that centralization process, okay? You need to stick with it. What everybody does is they'll look up some of our videos on our Instagram and they'll say, oh yeah, I tried that one day, then I tried a different one the next day, and I tried a different one the next day, and oh, Grant, I've tried all of your exercises. None of them work. Imagine if someone <laughs> imagine if someone went to the doctor and they're like, hey, I have, a, I have an upset stomach. And the doctor gave them 20 different medications and said, eh, just take a different one every day and we'll just see We'll just see where you're at. You would be like, what? Excuse me? Yeah, just take a different pill every day. See where you're at in a couple months. That's what you're doing when you're grabbing random exercises and you're trying them for your sadica, okay? Because you're trying one one time, and you're trying a different one one time the next day, and a different one one time the next day. That is not a significant dosage or prescription plan to accurately determine if something's going to work or not, right? Medications take a second to set in. You need to have an effective dose and you need to be consistent with it. 
So identify the initial exercise that you need to do. Once again, this is found in our Sataka guide, okay? On our Facebook page, we teach you how to do it. And then stick with that exercise. Stick with it at least a week, at least a week consistently. Then you can modify the volume, the frequency, the load. These are things that can be modified to then progress it. But you need to stay consistent with like one or two exercises, not 10, not 20, not different ones every day. In our program for most of our clients with Sataka, we are typically having them do the same exercise but progressing that same style exercise for weeks, for weeks and weeks and weeks. We're not jumping all around. We might do that sometimes if we're you know, trying to identify the right movements for that person, right? Trial and error, sure. But once we've identified it, which is our job to do for you, we don't go, oh, okay, we found the right movement for you. We're going to do that for a few days and then do something different. No. We take that and we go, all right, we identified it. Time to take you to level two, level three, level four, level five. And we progress, 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 progress over weeks and even months. We're doing the same style exercise. Of course, we're working on other things while we do this, right? Mid-back, hips, upper back, balance, awareness, education. We're working on a lot of things here. But the main focus for your sadica, it is not rocket science. We identify the movement. We progress that. We do that for multiple weeks, multiple months. Boom, you're sadica free. It is that simple. So don't jump around. Don't try 20 different pills at once. Don't try a different pill every other day. Isolate the movements that are providing your centralization and stick with it consistently and progress it. I promise you, this is what you're missing. And if you wanna know what else you might be missing, go to the link in the description or the show notes of this podcast. Click on the link where you see learn our centralization process. Click that link and you will initially have to type in just your information, right? You gotta give us something to, to send this to you. So you're gonna put in your name, phone number, email, and then you're going to go to a video. This video is going to explain to you exactly how we get our clients on average 37% improvement just during our initial call. We're going to show you what you're missing. We're going to show you why most chiropractors, physical therapists, and surgeries do not work. We're going to explain exactly the process behind what we do and how it's different and how it puts you in the driver's seat, and how it gives you immediate results, and you will get the opportunity to speak with us about it. So go to that link, take action, take your body serious, take your health serious, be ready to invest in yourself, and be ready to commit to a plan, if you choose to do so, and if you feel ready to do so. But either way, follow that link, get the information that you need, so that you can make educated decisions, and you can actually start to get some forward momentum. Stop guessing. Stop trying different pills every day. Have a plan. We're here to show you how to devise that plan. So follow that link. And I look forward to meeting you soon. As always, if you are watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, please leave a five-star rating and review so that we can grow this podcast and help thousands more fix their sadica and lower back issues. As always, move more, move in nature, move in the sun. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.